Welcome to the Fab Four Free For All. And welcome to another exciting edition of Fab Four Free For All. Yes, I say exciting because we always are exciting. Except for when we're not. Exactly. And most of you have told us that we are exciting, so... Prepare to get excited again because we have a good show for you. A few weeks back, we did a show about George Harrison's best and worst Beatle guitar solos, and a lot of you really dug it. You gave us some really good feedback on it. You know, I'm sick and tired of feedback. You know, yeah, it's well, not good in the mics because it's very hard on the you ears. You know, everyone says, oh, you should do this, you should do that. You try it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Rob's I, cranky. I, yeah. I had no sleep. I'm, oh, okay. I'm tired. Send all your bitchy letters to Rob Leonard. Leonard at- <laughs> I am so tired. I've, I had minus seven minutes of sleep last night. How do you have minus seven minutes of sleep? That means you try to go to sleep and you can't. Wow. Really? Okay. Well, Rob's going to be a little bitchy for this episode. <laughs> and sleepy. So uh, he's only sleeping. So, But this episode... <laughs> I am your moderator today, Mitch Axelrod, and joining me are... Rob Leonard. Or Sleepy. Tony Chiguardo. And just Grumpy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm Dopey. Mm. Uh, but today we have a pretty cool show. At least you're not Snow White. No, well, <laughs> only on the weekends. <laughs> hey, you just let out my secret, hey. Anyway, today we have a show that's pretty cool. We're going to talk about John Lennon. You know, he was one of the Beatles, too. A lot of you know that. And uh, today... <laughs> You're a freak. I am a freak, but I don't care. We, we will talk about solo John Lennon vocals, what we feel are the best and worst John Lennon vocals from his solo canon. And yes, we always put the disclaimer in because, you know, everybody loves everything. No. Sorry, but not everything the Beatles did, group or individually. For the most part, there's not a lot to pick from for the best. No, but but you know what? I mean, come on. They did not always do the best work. And you know what it is true? The thing about it is, it's the idea of going to potential, really. Uh, Correct. I mean, that's really what it is. I mean, we hold their work to a higher standard than we hold other work. So with that in mind, we're sort of already going in saying we favor this material. Correct. So by kind of saying, you know what, there is stuff that we don't like. Essentially, what we're saying is we know what they're capable of on a regular basis, when they fall short, you can call them on but it. But the, th- and the thing know. about that is, though, do you base it on the song or the performance? Well, that's what I was just going to say. You know, right. Because we, we there have been good performances of bad, bad songs. songs. And vice Absolutely. versa. Now, I'm really, not just talking about John Lennon. I'm talking no, about that. in general. Absolutely. But for this, this is where the disclaimer ends. Because we are allowed to not like something, and we're probably not going to do a disclaimer ever again. Yes, we will, said little Nicola. But... We really just want to say that just because we are saying any song we say, it doesn't mean the song is bad. We just, in particular, didn't like the performance of the song. Okay. Or right, yes. or we could say, like you said, that there's a really great vocal on a really crappy song. I mean, truthfully, we can do an episode down the road on favorite and least favorite Paul McCartney solo songs. And right. that's to say, well, I think the song is crap. Right. right. You know, honestly. Yeah. Right. But, doesn't mean he didn't sing it well. Doesn't mean he didn't sing it well. Or that the musicianship exactly. was awesome. Right. It just meant that right. the song in general is crap. But in this case, right. we are really talking about the vocal. Hey, hey, anyone? Sorry. Oh, <laughs> he's a man. Um, we are just talking about the John Lennon vocal performance, not the song. So, right, right. folks, here we go. And 
we all know that John Lennon's catalog as a solo artist was not as large as probably the other three Beatles. Maybe George had just about as, as much. And we're not counting all of the greatest hits. We can do Men Love Avenue when there's new stuff. But we're not talking about greatest hits because John Lennon has 50 of them. Um, right. But you can do stuff like acoustic if you really feel. But, but basically, I, I mean, I've chosen to stick to just the commercially I released. I have too. I'm know. not venturing into acoustic or any of that. Yeah, you know, the, so. the bottom of the barrel yeah. scraping. So, um, you know what? I'm going to turn to my left. And I think for all you people in Radio Land, uh, that's this way. And um, <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. That, that, Thank you. That's this way. Uh, and I'm going to go. You don't want to go first, Rob? No. Okay. Then I'm going to turn to not my left. And I'm going to say Mr. Tony Chiguardo is going to go first, Tony. Hello, Mitchell. Hello, Anthony. Hello, Anthony. Hello, Robert. This is meet the, meet the Fab Four for April. <laughs> Introducing the Fab Four for Hello, Rob. Mitch is Mitch. Mitch is Rob. When it comes to John's solo canon, there's obviously some amazing material. Yes. There's stuff that I've loved of John's work since I was a kid. There's also stuff where on the ground, on, on the basis of the song... And the quality and the caliber of the song or of the message that he's trying to put across in the song, I felt that he's sold a song short a little. There are also times when I think having heard the demo or working versions has taken away some of my love of the finished product, whether that's right or wrong and or good or bad, having heard 20 different working versions I've looked at the final one and wondered, well, why did he go with that approach or why did he go with that take necessarily? I understand why you did that, but maybe, I guess for hardcore fans, they would have heard the same kind of takes you did. Right, right. But for all of you people out there who are just Beatle fans and not the hardcore where you have to search out the 20 takes of I'm losing you sure, or sure. stripped or whatever, you don't want to buy that. No. Then they're just yeah. listening to the oh, yeah. finished product. But still for me though, I think having heard the takes and if that's what influences me a little bit, I think you can still in your mind formulate why you don't necessarily However love a certain version. Love and a it, it, it's just part of the of being a fan. It's always like yeah. you said, geez, why did Paul McCartney pick that as a B-side only? <laughs> you know, Same and, kind and, of and, idea. And, but why is that song on the album where it sucks? Right, <laughs> right, know, exactly. Or not maybe the best, let's put it that way. Right. So for me... And we're doing best and worst. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to look at some of my worst first. That rhymes. Thanks. <laughs> I'm going to be blunt and say it's hard to pick a least favorite vocal on the rock and roll album. Okay. I'm just being honest. It's hard to pick one that I go, wow. I agree with you except for one, but you, we all know the, what was going the, on um, during the making yeah. of that album. I mean, really, I think the low of the low is You Can't Catch Me. It's just so... Sloppy. Sloppy. I he's mean, better even, than that. He's totally better than that. Even his screaming, which, which is one of his trademarks to be able to wail a wail... You know, especially when he's reaching down for his Arthur Genovian core of pain to unleash a scream. <laughs> you know, John rocks with the best of them, obviously. Yes. And even his screaming is lame on this. I think it was influenced by... Oh, by all the alcohol and all... It just was sloppy. And, and Spectre, God knows what, you know, what Phil Spectre was hanging over his head on the, the stuff that was... A gun. With Spectre besides a gun, right. 
So I think you can't catch me. And the other one would be the medley that's part of the uh, Bring It On Home to Me, mm-hmm. that that medley. She's so dirgy and droopy. Yes. And yeah, it doesn't just... have any energy at all. No. The whole no. album doesn't have energy. Yeah. I don't care. I know it's Rip It Up and Ready right. Teddy, but... And even slipping and sliding is good. But it is just on an off track. It is a weird album because it has Spectre stuff and then John stuff. John stuff's a lot better produced. Yes, yes, it is. And yeah. he did it very fast, which is the way John works. Where yeah. Spectre would allow John to get drunk, basically, overthinking and, everything. Yeah, and, and, and too much time. You know, you have twenty people playing the same rhythm. It's especially on the, those type of songs, which have a very simple rhythm anyway. Right. So it, it's could have been a little stripped down. Yeah. It's interesting how that album. You know, you want John's version and, and then Spectre's version. And you can probably put it together if you want to. Well, we do types. have versions out there of right, a lot absolutely. of it. Yeah. So that's one of the prime ones. The other thing that I find is that John, if you want to go like all psychological on his ass. Wow. John. I don't think I want to. John had a habit of not wanting to really harmonize, harmonize with anybody but Paul McCartney. It seemed like. Paul was the only person in his life that John ever really focused on singing harmony, harmony with. As much as John loves harmony. And John did love harmony. John did love harmony because he harmonizes with himself beautifully. When he does multi-tracks of his own voice and he harmonizes, it's wonderful. But one of the ones that really nags me is whatever gets you through the night. No, I mean, no, I have that as one of my favorites. Yeah, I mean, it's it rocks out. Don't get me wrong. And maybe there's nothing else you could have done. But at the same time, it's like all Elton trying to do the harmonies. John is just yelling this kind of almost monotone. And you love Elton. You're I love Elton. But, it's, but, it, but that's what I mean. But it's Elton trying to like sort of get some kind of. It sounds like John is just going, whatever gets you through the night is all right. Like there's no, there's no <laughs> finesse whatsoever in that a, vocal delivery. To be fair though. I know it's, it's a, a rocker. It's a tough, and it's a tough song to sing in that register for him. It is. And I guess part of it too is having heard the live thing that they do at the garden. Even and I saw her standing there. John's not even trying to harmonize. He was He's nervous. He's just yelling. He I know, but, but he was just 17. It's like, I, John. If you listen to, the, there's a couple of mixes on that because it's been mi- yeah, released yeah. so many times. They've mixed his vocal down in the They've mixed one. it down a lot. But there are a couple of songs on, um, and, and I'm one of the few people who I like certain things on this album very much. I don't think it's a great record, but. Sometime in New York City, there are a couple of things that are nice. I think Luck of the Irish, when John and Yoko were trading verses, it's very pretty. But on Attica State, even there, John is, what a way the man, like it's just. I think it's more anthemic just than just, it's not it supposed is, to be a harmony. But I just kind of always it, want him to just put a little, put a little effort was, into a vocal arrangement. But, but on that song, it's not supposed to be. You don't be, want harmony because you want, you want angst. I think he wanted to have that as a sing-along that yeah, you know people yes, would sing in front of the, the jails. Yeah. That's true, so make it simple. Who knows? I, I, I have know. a little theory on what you're saying, um, if you don't mind. Just the harmony thing. And there are two ways to think about it. 
either Chuck he, Berry on the Mike Douglas show. Yeah, but that was live, you know. Still no. harmonize with the guy. Still hey, trying to find the line. He's and not that it. Chuck Berry's any better. Chuck Berry's just uh, yelling. Well, unless you have a camera in the toilet. Nah. I'm no, but <laughs> you know, sorry, sorry, toilets. Um, I didn't want to insult you. I hope people There's, remember that. What are you talking about? Well, if they didn't go Google it, go Chuck Google Berry, Chuck Berry, and camera, and toilet, ladies' room, and toilet, yeah, and you'll see what we're talking about. The, um, Hopefully not see what we're talking about. No, no, God. It brings a whole new meaning to you can't catch me. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, but the, the harmony part. Uh, most of John's solo catalog doesn't have a lot of harmony. Either he chose not to do it because he felt he wanted to get away from the Beatles and that harmony thing. Well, I'll go to one of my favorites in a few minutes, which did have a harmony, but go oh, ahead. Well, then you're just disproving my no, point. No, no, but, yeah, but you're no, right, I, though. I just, not a I lot of it. I just felt not a lot of it had the harmony because you're John right. Lennon wasn't about that wussy harmony. Right. You know, that was the Beatles, and he was great at it. I'm not saying the Beatles were wussy harmony. But now flip it around to surprise, surprise. Same album, and they are kind of John's making an effort in that one. There's a unity with him and Elton that's a little more, I don't know. I just don't think it was a conscious effort not to harmonize. Right, you just... You know what, it, was, it, it is what it is. And most people will think it... <clears throat> it is what it is, no bell, book, or candles. Thank you. Most people will just think whatever gets you tonight does have harmony. Because it does. It does. It does. does. It's just just not the harmony you would like. So go ahead. So the other one would be uh, Old Dirt Road. I don't like the verses in it. I wish he would have done the verses a little bit differently. I like Mm. the Hey Mr. Human, Can You Rainmaker too. I think that part's a really nice build. The water. I like that. But I think the verses could have been a little different. (sighs) Dear Yoko gets tiring. Dear Yoko the, or Dear Oh Yoko. Yoko? Yeah. It gets a little tiring. The, the, He's just doing Buddy Holly, I know. Though. It's tiring. Not it's just wearing, the court changes, but the... Because it's... It, well, 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 the little yeah, things I, I that know. you say. Oh, I know. God, it is, it's Robbie it's, Holly. <laughs> you know? But it's enough. You know, it's one of those, like, I would have enjoyed it more if it wasn't so... Yeah, uh, I do like the, the strip I like the version better. I like the strip version it much. Takes better. out that whole ending. Yes, part. yeah. And um, the other one that I just think could have been a little bit different. And again, you're talking about comparing best to quote worst. Look at me. I always felt could have been a I little am. stronger. No other song. It's oh, a song oh, from oh, John's oh. first real solo music album. Uh. Could have been stronger. I don't know why. There's something about that. When I had to look at the full canon and say, if I'm going to pick five or six songs where I don't think hold up to the rest of the canon, those are some. And I'm, uh, I'm well, leaving uh, out, not to be funny, I'm leaving out like My Mummy's Dead. Well, yeah, of course. You know, no, but you, you just said something, though. You said you the canon, uh, that song's not the greatest, but we're not really talking about No, song. no, no, the song, but I'm saying that the, that, performance. the okay. performance on that song, you're right. But it's also a very right. soft song. It is a soft so, song. Very I soft. just... I don't know, maybe that was it. Maybe part of it is wanting the vocal to be a little bit different because I wanted to feel a little more strongly in the the whole delivery. I don't know. Now to me best. Not your best. Now to my favorite of John's. His best. I'm tied between... Tied. Tied. I'm tied between two songs on... uh, Torn between two lovers. (laughs) I'm tied between two songs on Imagine. I'm tied between two songs on Double Fantasy. That's four songs. Nice. Two of my favorites on Imagine are It's So Hard. I mean, but what is it? Uh, nice. What's your song? Well, the song, uh, it, it, it gets me that way. Now, the song, <laughs> uh, just the song, Ew. it's. <laughs> It's so hard. I like the delivery. I like this. Yes, I too. like it's got the built in pun. 
he gets the message across of where that song's trying to go. Um, Again, not message, vocally. But that's what I mean. He okay. Puts it, he puts the song across okay. vocally. Okay. Liter- literally the interpretation of what's meant by the song. Fine. Move I on. I think. <laughs> move on. I'm while. the moderator and I say move on. The other one is um, is how, on the other side, in the other extreme, don't be a wise ass. I'm not. I didn't uh, say anything. The other one is is how. And you know, you I think, do, you, you third do base. The, do the show with like dark glasses so you can't see You it. can't see it. That's true. How? He's playing nice. th- third base. Nice. <laughs> to me, <laughs> again, really... that vocal is very communicative. It puts across I love the, the you know, you the know, delivery. life can be. Oh, that's, yeah. that's beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous, John. The way he there. emotes it um, is just, you could see him. Yeah, you, you know, could see him in the vocal booth. Yeah, just really yeah, trying to get it with right. With his eyes closed. Just yeah. From Double Fantasy, the one-two punch of I'm losing you in cleanup time. Yes. Vocally, yeah, that's one of those... God damn that that was the last album. That's one of those, that's that moment that pisses you off where you're like, damn. Yeah, there was more of that coming vocally. Well, also, I mean, based on Milk and Honey, you got the best oh, yeah. and worst also of John. But you got- Because there was more of that coming from Milk and Honey, which was already recorded. Right, right. So there right. are some really good it's, tracks on that. It was recorded, but they were going to go back and work on Absolutely. Songs. Yeah, but, but- Those were rehearsals- Sure. It just happened to sound really good. Yeah. Uh, you know? I wish I sounded but that you, good. But you got yeah. Nobody Told Me, and you got yeah. Stepping Out. You got some, you know, and again. Don't go there. Not going there. These are my favorites. Isolation from the first album. Just the just a boy and a little girl trying to change the whole white world. The, I don't expect you to understand that part. Which he used again on that real love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the but melody. Imagine, but the world of difference between the two concepts, boys and girls, being all by themselves in isolation and the boys and girls just looking for love or whatever it is. But it, to use that same kind of melody in there is kind of cool. And then and then the other, well, well, well off that album, another one, mm. which I love that. I also love the live version of that too, especially because he throws in the, you know, looks so beautiful, I could eat her. So I did. <laughs> it's just a great, you know. And the other one is always going to be one of my favorite Lennon tracks in the whole world. Yes. Is I Know I Know from Mind Games. Always going to be one of my all-time favorite John vocals. And I'm, I'm not going to count Honorable Runner-Up of what you got from uh, Walls and Bridges because it's just a screamer, but it's one of my favorite screamers of all time. But I Know I oh, Know so probably funny. is up there with my favorite favorite of favorites. Is probably I Know I Know and maybe, if I had to go three, I Know I Know Isolation and, and Clean Up Time. So. Okay. Very and nice. For me. Thank uh, you. But all of your songs are like, you know, I know, I know how, you know. And <laughs> I know, I know. How. how and, you it's know, so hard. I'd like to put, yeah, exactly. Well, I'd like well. to put you in isolation. There you go. We'll be right back with the list of Robert Leonard right after this. Hi, everyone. Just wanted to let you know that besides Fab Four Free For All, each of the three of us are involved in our own individual projects. Mitch Axelrod's two books, Beetle Tunes, the only book about the cartoon Beetle show, and Little Billy and Baseball Bob, can be found through all of your good booksellers online, including Amazon.com, or if you'd like autographed copies, contact Mitch on Facebook. And my buddy Rob Leonard has a great Beetle show that he's been doing for 20 years called Beetle Songs, and it's on every Friday night from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
and you can listen to it online. It's streaming at www.ncc.edu slash WHPC, and also look for it on TuneIn.com. And Tony Truquardo is the host of 4F, free format for free, on WCWP 88.1 on Long Island. He's on every Monday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and also at www.wcwp.org. Also available on TuneIn.com. And we are back on this edition of Fab Four Free For All, where we talk about the best and worst of the John Lennon solo canon vocals. Not songs, just vocals. And we were up to Mr. Robert Leonard. So, Rob, why don't you tell us about your list? Well, I just finished the list two minutes ago. Heavy research, people. I do heavy research. During the break. It's better usually he finishes it two minutes after he starts doing it. Usually the list isn't done and it's in my head. I'm going, okay, what's up? Oh, that's never a good thing. Uh, My first one is... Wait, wait, are we talking likes or dislikes? Likes right now. Okay, likes. Likes. My first one is a song title, which is a weird title, Bring on the Lucy, Free to People. I think... Free to Pain. That, first of all, I think it's a great lost song of John's. Yes. um, That many people don't know. And it's very poppy and it's actually very political too it's a great political song of his but i love the way his voice mixes in with like the chorus part which john was good at the choruses he was. You know, give peace a chance. We had a great cross. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. It's also got that fun little bit, the, well, yeah. we've been caught with our yeah. hands. That's true. So it's, it, mm. I, I like the way he sings that, and I, I wish more people knew that song. Uh, the next one also has a great chorus, which John was good at writing choruses, Instant Karma, mm. um, which, mind. even though at the end when his voice is, is getting a little lost a little bit with his throat, uh, it's still intense as hell yeah and yes, of yeah. course recorded in a day and almost released basically the same day it's so funny because you know thinking about it one area i didn't really hit hard was i could have looked at the singles a little more yeah and some of the singles i mean you guys may even say one of the other ones but you're right man instant yeah. karma and instant karma just his voice is so committed and again it's also a great political song people people forget how political that song is we all shine on Right. As not just you and you, we all. And it's yeah. people forget that part. Even you out there. Yeah, even you. From Plastic Ono Band, there's a lot to pick from, mm. but I'm going with Remember. Ooh, um, yeah. Because I, I think his voice matches the piano. The way his vocal. The is, staccato, yeah, yes, true. It's it really interesting. True. That was more of a guitar song. It wouldn't, I don't think it would have the same influence. And his voice matches it. I really uh, think so. Yeah, um, that's true. It's another one. The, the chorus is, now don't yeah. you worry. Yeah. Oh, my love. I, yes. I just love the way that he sings that. There's a That is a very, another one like Look At Me, though. Yeah. Very soft. Very soft. Very sparse. But that one is sweeter, though. And that one is like, closer to that segment in um, the song we were talking about. Oh, How. How. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's another one Look At Me is very like sparse, and so is... Oh my love! Oh my love! Yeah, so they're both you know, yeah. back Beautiful to back. They, yeah, I but I like Oh my love. Just it just has a there's that tenderness and you know him and Yoko wrote it. Yoko wrote the original words and he changed them. Right. Hey, imagine, imagine that. Hey, because she uh, did it for that too. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, technically he admitted right. it later, later, yeah. later on, and in the BBC interview he said in 1980 he said 
you know, Yoko should have been co-credited. And it's not like she didn't reap the financial benefits yeah, of it but, one way or another. Um, let's not go there. No, but you know what I'm saying. I, I mean, you know, I, Either way, I, as a married couple, you I know, okay, it, it is a bummer that she didn't get the credit because she did deserve it. Yeah. So, for, Especially for that song. Going down on love from, oh, from Walls and Bridges. Well, that's funny because uh, it's not mine. <laughs> that's very funny. Uh, again, I, I like the way the song feels and the way he sings to it. He's not sounding defeated. He's sounding like he's trying to come back. Right. So right. I, I think that's. You also like your syncopation there, Rob Leonard. Do I? You, yeah, you like things where because even that's got oh. that. that you know, got you get down. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Down. You know that, also, that same thing harmony. with like remember the. There's harmony know. on going down. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The when the real thing goes yeah. wrong with himself. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. He harmonizes with himself beautifully. That's true. That's true. Um, I like whatever gets you through the night. I, okay. um, I'm not an Elton fan like yourself, but I, I always thought his voice, because Elton was there, was a little bit better. And you know, when Elton showed up, we, I'd love to get the the real, like how the the whole thing happened. Uh, we we sort of know, but I you know, get Elton happened. on the show sometime. Yeah, one day. But I think Elton coming in playing with John. Just raise it just a little bit. And I think his vo- vocal picks up on that. We're going to ignore the whole joke about Elton playing with John and, and raising, raising it a little bit. bit. <laughs> you know, I know you think of that. You know? I did immediately. I'm sorry. I'm we're, so, we're both bad. We're both I'm, evil. I'm so innocent. So I'm so naive. straight down there. I am there. so naive sometimes. <laughs> going straight down there. But don't go down there. <laughs> That's what you Mitch, don't go down there. Now, I'm going to pick I'm losing you, but I want to pick the version I did with Bunny Carlos and Rick Nielsen. Rick Nielsen Ooh, the cheap trick. Which is... That's a cheap trick, Ron. But the problem is we were saying we were going to pick stuff that was released afterwards. No, but that's so. That's but I okay. always loved... But no, go, that's all right. But I always loved I'm Losing You Vocally anyway. Right. I thought out of the rock and roll album that might have been if Double Fantasy was just more rock songs instead of right. mixing it up. Right. I always liked what he did with both versions of that song. I, I always liked the vocal on that. And I'm going to go with the last one. Of your likes. Uh, of my likes uh, is Oyoko. I just like the way he, in the middle of a bath, in the middle of everything. And the, he knows it's a pop song. Oh, absolutely. And he, you know, he was right. He should have released it as a single. And he never, he was probably embarrassed. Right, right. Do you think he's putting on that voice a little bit, though, or a is it okay because it's a pop song? I think he knew recording it that it was going to sound that way because it's such a, it's a peppy song. It's a Beatles song. Give me a C. A, yeah, a, a, peppy, a bouncy C. No, but it is a Beatle sounding John Lennon. Yes. It sounds true. like Beatle John Lennon, not yeah. solo John Lennon. Yeah, so I think, I think he maybe wanted to step away from that. Uh, plus, a lot of the songs were about Yoko anyway, so... Yeah. But to mention her name in a song, you know, he was you know, 71. He was getting a lot of crap still. That's true. So I think he, he probably really stepped away from Well, that. he had originally written it as Olinda, but it just didn't, it didn't really work. It didn't have the ring. <laughs> oh, Tony. So I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Here That's comes the whole mail. Other I'm kidding. Anyway. Now, as you know, I'm not good at picking bad stuff. What are you going to say? What no, I was going to say, before we move on to your worst, Mr. Moderator, may I just throw out a concept here? As long as you do it in English, okay. not Queen's English. Yeah, all right, then. Um, <laughs> had, stop, had the Double Fantasy Milk and Honey project been released as a single John album, 
yep. if there had been no Yoko presence on it and it was just a John album. Mm-hmm. Do you think looking at that set of tracks, would that have been really John's strongest album vocally? I'm, you think at that yeah. time? Do you think he was back at he was at his peak at his best voice wise? I thought so. Yeah, I think so time. too. But that's definitely a different show. It uh, is, but I, think I, it's interesting, I agree. You know? Yes. I, well, it's not because we're talking well, about no, I, I agree. Vocals. You could go to the Lennon so. Anthology and go to Disc Four, and that's exactly what it is. Not the anthology. Uh, yeah. yeah, the anthology. The anthology. Yeah, it's right. the four disc set, and that's what they did. Right. So uh, you I, can go there, just play that, because we're talking about John's voice. So no, I, think it I understand. Fits in. No, it's fine. Um, and we we will do an, a show on that too because and, I think it just, deserves it. Just stay on that topic for just one more second. Real love probably would have been recorded then. He had it on a list of songs that he was going to. True. You know, and he never got around to it. But Real Love probably would have been if it was just a John album. Because right. he would need 12 songs. So, right. or 10 songs. So. Right. Hmm. So. Interesting. Interesting. So, Robert, do you want to talk okay. about your crap? My dislikes. Oh, well, okay. I, as you know, I'm not uh, good at picking the dislikes. Uh, but there are some that, you know, you, you're like, uh it's all right. Yoko's not listening. No, it's not about that. It's uh, yeah, I, you know, I Kidding. tend to like things. I kid. But I never liked the vocal on I Don't Want to Be a Soldier. But part of it has to do with the. I really hate the production on that track. Yes, okay. it's. I, I think it's one of the weakest things Spectre ever did. He makes the vocal sound like it's recorded down the hall, with with a really crappy mic. And there's no real build for the most part. No. Spectre, you'd like to think Spectre's gonna like build on something like. You never close your eyes. I mean, like one of those kind of you've things. Lost, oh, you've lost that love and feeling. Yeah. You think he's going to build on a song. But and aside from the fact that, you know, King Curtis just right. wails like nobody's business on that. Doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't build to something. If it no. had started off a little sparse and built. Right, right. But then again, we're criticizing the production, yeah, not then, the vocal. Then that's but part of right. it, too. But that's the production makes you think that the vocal is the not vocal as good. Right, because maybe if it was produced differently, the vocal would sound different. Yeah. But I do I do have to agree. That was in my one of my runner-ups for the most meh. Part of its production, and that goes to Just Because, also, from Rock and Roll. Yeah. And we're not talking about the drunk version. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about the version that's actually on the record. And it and it's uh, you know I was like how was it again? Yeah, you know, it's like okay, you know, it's fair. you know, it's just um, I don't know. I just never thought it was a great vocal. Uh, another vocal which it sort of matches the song, but I'm not a fan of it. Uh, forgive me, my little flower princess, mm. which is mm, yeah. I Which you that. know he would have rewritten the words on that at least. But even the ska backing, it gives a, his vocal a bad feel. Yeah, it's, a lot it's of, almost uh, like a miss. There's an element missing. Yeah, there's, something it, there's a lot of confidence there. about Double Fantasy, even if it's you know you're looking back on it. Um, and that song, it, part of it's the lyrics, part of it's just it's a rehearsal thing. Which you know we're, I'm judging it on that too. So that's. That's part of that. And uh, another song that just, I think, uh, Beef Jerky, vocal. That's funny. I like that. That's funny. <laughs> and Rob cracks himself up. <laughs> so it, it, is that your list? No, and I have uh, one more. I, uh, from hey. sometime in New York City. Which one? Everything. No, <laughs> no really. Side Which one and two. Uh, I don't know. I, I like New York City, but I didn't choose it for the list. John Sinclair. But then again, I'm thinking that, you know, 
You were just saying earlier about that whole idea that he was making it sing-along stuff. Yeah. So I got to tell you, I mean, you know, I still say Attica State, meh, but you are right, though. John Sinclair is the same thing. I happen to like that. Yeah. It's very sing-songy. It's very sing-songy, so... Vocally, he wasn't at his best on that whole album. No, no, but but it wasn't trying to. I think he was trying. Well, to it was catch. more protest, and you didn't have to be great. If Nixon hadn't been in the bloody White House, he would have been better. But Nixon's in the White House, and he wasn't singing as good. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> I'm done. So <laughs> thank goodness. That's about it. I don't have a lot of <laughs> bad stuff on the John list. It's all Chucky Dick's fault. Otherwise, it would have been great. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Sorry. We just lost all Richard Nixon fans. <laughs> Both of them have tuned in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he was popular. Yes, he was. He was. He was. <laughs> 149 states. 149 states. Oh, my Lord. Now we're getting it. For those of you in the UK. Opened uh, Red China. <laughs> are we done? Put it in that? the China cabinet and then I'm walked done. away. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Total idiots. Okay. Now me. What do you got, Mitch? Super idiot. Now, I can be self Deprecating, don't go there. I'm going to go with my bed first. Okay? My bed. My bed. I agree with all, with both of you. I think that uh, all of rock and roll music, with the exception of one. Not rock and roll music. Album. Not rock and roll music. Rock and roll. Rock and roll music is the Beatles collection. Oh, stop it. Sorry. No, but I agree then. No, you're right. Okay. Eh. Sorry, rock and roll. The, people write, yeah. hey guys, hey guys. <laughs> it was rock and roll, not rock and roll music. Yes, for all of you people, we're not, albums? we're not editing that out. I'm just going to say, you know what? I made a mistake. It's rock and roll. Well, we corrected it beforehand. That's right. The best so please part. don't write. See, the funny thing is, you guys leave me in charge of the editing, so you really don't know what the hell you're going to be saying when all is said what? and done. And we don't <laughs> care. No. Um, we're going to speak every third word is backwards. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, from the rock and roll album. That's Everything right. except one that Rob picked as his least favorite. I happen to enjoy the vocal on just because I really do. Why? Because you're supposed to say just because I'm oh. not doing that. I didn't want to feed into it. You right. Dope Nixon fan. Um, <laughs> no, I, I honestly I hated Nixon, man. Oh my lord, can I finish my list here? Even when I was seven, I hated Nixon. <laughs> I remember a time when no, I was nine, six. Actually. Stop it. I'm on my list here. Tricky Dicky. Oh, my God. I'm goodness. not a crook. We've <laughs> wait, lost I'm, him. I'm going to be Mitch. We've lost him. Are you done? <laughs> wait, wait. We've lost him. <laughs> We've lost him. You won't have Dick Nixon or kick around anymore. <laughs> I, I, he was going somewhere else. I don't want to get kicked in the dick. Can we finish this? Go ahead. Fine. I happen to like just because, 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 because. <laughs> it happens to be a song, even though we've heard the drunk version, I think there's a lot of angst to it. I, I think it's the way he delivers it is, is actually good for what the environment was at the time. So just because is one of my better ones, but all of rock and roll, I just don't like. My next one is... You don't even like Stand By Me, which I didn't choose, but I love Stand By Me. No, I really don't enjoy really? it. Yeah. No, I, I like okay. Stand By Me. Yeah, I, it's I not like one it. of my favorites. Yeah. I, I don't think I it... Actually, I actually chose that. I, that's on my list. Uh, oh, see, two minutes after he's done, he did pick another one. No, but it, it's funny because the, the two that I like the most on that album, I actually, I actually hold pretty highly in John's vocal, Stand By Me and Slipping and Sliding, the okay. single. Well, they've been ingrained in our brain. True. So, yeah. one of the others that I really don't enjoy... The vocal performance, and maybe even the song, One Day at a Time. I just don't like that 
falsetto. It doesn't work with the falsetto. Princess mm. kind of sounding. But you on just the anthology, the, that version's a lot better. I do agree with you yes. there, without a doubt. And that's one of the yeah, things about mind games. Is a, you know, a lot of the outtakes are like... We're better than the Some of them release. are. I mean, I love the mind games album. It's me grown, too. It's grown on me tremendously over the years. It was yeah. not um, one of my favorite albums. Yeah, it grew on me. It I has didn't, grown I didn't own it for a long time. It was one of the last John albums I bought, except for sometime in New York City, which I didn't buy for years. But I know, I know, has turned into one of my. I just well, a lot of it. Yeah, song. I, it when you grew up, I know, I know. I was like, definitely, because I played that on a love song show, and I got like five responses. Just based song. on they were like, I can't believe you play that. Such a great love song, yeah. and and it is. It's just, yeah. it is. I'm sorry, Mitch. That's all right. No, I agree with you on that. It wasn't one of my favorite albums either, and then it has grown on me a lot. And I like the remix version. I like what Yoko did when she remixed it. I do too. A lot. That's better. probably one of the only ones I really enjoyed. Yeah. It demodifies that record. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, Mother was on a different album. Yeah. Hello, sorry. Father. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, another one. I know you're going to think I'm crazy here, but I really don't like the vocal performance on the song Love. I just don't like it. I hearken back to my favorite version of that song where Kenny Loggins does it on Return to Pooh Corner. And when it's done correctly, it's a beautiful song. I'm not saying it's a bad song. You think it's too frail? John Way Jerry too frail. So frail. It's just... Too sparse for me. Do you think it's partly because of the way it fades in and it's such... Well, you wait for 30 seconds before you even hear the and, piano. But it's also like it's a low recorded song, too. No, it just sounds like they had the pots really low when they recorded it. It sounds like he was tired singing it. Like, love is real. It's not, not even emotive. Just tired. To me. That's no, my own opinion. Yeah, that's interesting. So, so, that's kind of true in a way. So love to like me is not one. And then said record. Yeah. But please, I urge you, go on YouTube, go anywhere you can, and find the Kenny Loggins version. I've said it in our press Life is Fat Forum. I'm saying it now. It's such a beautifully done song. Maybe overproduced by Kenny Loggins, but you know what? Compared to the sparseness of Lennon's, I like it a lot, and it's a really good song. Great sentiment, and I just don't like the way he delivered it. So. Right. For me, going down on love, I didn't really love the way he did that. That's I, I one of my favorite albums is Walls and Bridges. I, I just didn't like the way he vocally did that. And also, what you got? I know you said it's a screamer, but to me, too much. After a while, it's almost headbanging. You want to just get out of the room and say, "Oh, enough already." Yeah, because there's, there's not a single line in that song that's sung really. Right. I like the music on it. I like the, the song itself, but wow. It's just yeah, after I mean, a while you just you get a headache. You think he'd like come down in the bridge a little bit. Uh, and you he know, doesn't. Come on, the mama, and I just gotta run away. And he doesn't do like, it. You can see him, but it's just it's still come on, the mama. Yeah, it's <laughs> too much. Well, you want to get screaming. Yeah, it's like it's a commercial for aspirin. Yeah, you need to take it out of your head after a while because it's just too headbanging for yeah. me. The aforementioned milk and honey. I don't want to face it. I know it wasn't finished vocals, so no, don't. Pretty don't, good vocal though. I, I like it, but you know the the whole when he does that, even attempting to go up in that register, I don't want to face it. I don't know. It just doesn't really work for me. Almost that, almost going to falsetto. Yeah, that, that's it's just, straining. Yeah, when he strains, and that maybe it would have been done better if it was better produced because he was, you know, it was a rehearsal take. He was a master at voices and mimicry and stuff like that. So. There are times when he would, in the middle of a musical vocal performance, where he'd go to like 
his mimicry ability or his who was he ability to do, no not you know what i mean like his ability to do voices you know john yeah. if he hadn't succeeded as one of the beatles he could have easily been a voiceover artist and done voice characters yeah. I mean, he's, he did great vocalizing yeah so that's part of the problem I, I would think especially with something like the double fantasy milk and honey stuff before he could figure out a vocal part the way he wanted it specifically he may throw a little characterization in it just to see well, where am i really going to take this later kind of thing but anyway, it's a cool vocal, but it's not one of my favorite. That's all. Most of the song is good, but when he tries to go to the chorus, you know, it's just a little too high register for me. Okay. Training. Okay. Uh, and the last one, I know it really wasn't meant to be his vocal. He was trying to do the harmony thing, and it was underlying, and they made it a vocal. Every man has a woman who loves him. Right. I mean, you know, right. he wasn't trying. It was supposed to be like an underlying with Yoko, but even there it was not the harmony that you'd want. No. So it was every man, very monotone. But if you listen to the stripped version, they, I don't want to say fixed it, they, but they weigh the backing fits. They sing it as solo vocals instead of harmony. Instead of John matching Yoko and Yoko matching John. It plays a little different on the yeah. stripped version. Still not yeah. a great vocal. I know what he was trying to do, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt there, but it just doesn't come off well. But I like the song. You know, the musicianship is just sort of on the cusp of uh, walking on thin ice on that. Yeah, very much so. You, know, it's, uh, you could see the favorites. progression from every man to walking on thin ice. That would be the next bridge. Like, the you know, if you go pick yeah. a song to go into walking on thin ice. It would definitely be, be every that. man, yeah. Yeah. All right, so that's my baddies. My goodies, and there are some, I like them. I will always say that, to me, the song, the, the vocal, the instrumentation of Bless You is one of my oh, favorites. I forgot about that. Bless you, just so beautiful. I don't care who he was singing to. You interpret it on your own. When he was singing it, it was magic. And it came off as magic. Well produced. One of the most produced Beatles songs. It could have been a single easily. Definitely. And in 1974. Definitely. And should have been. He really didn't have much off of Walls and Bridges. Yeah, whatever gets you through the night and number nine dream. Yeah. Right. I mean, imagine that third song, a beautiful song like that, especially at a time when Paul was just about to sing Silly Love songs. You know what I mean? I mean, he really could have had that as a single, but a beautifully done track. I agree with both of you on I'm Losing You, and either version for me is great. I just think he is so well, I mean, his voice was perfect, so emotive on that. He really, I'm losing you. I mean, wow. I mean, it just came off really well. We, and again, harmonizing with himself really nicely. With himself, there. yeah. The mother. I mean, if you really had to pick a track, and, to, and yeah. I don't consider Two Virgins yeah. and everything his solo. No, of I really the beginning is Plastic Ono Band, and the first track on the first album, the we, first note, the first the vocal first note, note he hits yeah, is that first mother. Yeah, that's it, wow. But it true. goes so perfect with the sentiment of the song. And I think it matches it beautifully. Married the marriage of vocals to lyrics. Is, I mean, it's incredible. true. And again, I didn't go to the singles, but think about it. We're talking about John as a vocalist having come off of "I Want You," "She's So Heavy" on Abbey Road, and then if you think about it, you know, with the "Let It Be" album, you know, there's not a lot. There's "Dig a no. Pony," really no, solo really. vocal. But man, you know, first things out of the shoot you're getting are like "Cold Turkey." 
Yeah. Holy crap. Instant Vocally, karma. Instant karma. Which is on my list as well. And then, all right, Give Peace a Chance is just an anthem. Yeah. But, but but Power to the People. And then, and then Power to the People and Mother. Yeah. My God. I mean, as really, as a vocalist, yeah, in he, a way, he, was real strong. he blew everybody else out of the water. What was that? He, those. he, he blew. blew everybody else out of the water with that. <laughs> it was really, you're right. And we, I didn't pick Power to the People, but I was thinking about it. And Power to the People is a really strong vocal. Yeah. And it's a really Tremendous. strong production. And so it yeah, matches perfect. So in he, a way, it's real funny because we're, you know, I looked at the album canon and yeah, right. I like glanced over at John Lennon Collection, Shave Fish and stuff, but. The singles are just insane, vocally. The others, uh, there are two more for me. I mean, Instant Karma, I, I, I absolutely adore. Two more for me are I Found Out. I really love the way he sings that. Yeah. And we've gone a lot to his first album. And again, that syncopation. Yeah. But I'm not da, really da, as syncopated da, da, as Rob. Da, da. But. No, but, no, but, I know. but you're the That's, drummer. I am. True. But it, it is, though. It's He had that ability to do that. I, I just love the way he sings it. Pardon, but balls to the wall. Totally. That's it. Uh, and then another beautiful, beautiful song uh, from the Mind Games album. I'm sorry, I see Musen. However you want to pronounce it. I see Musen. I see Musen. Yeah. A great song. Vocally. I mean, that to me is almost like an Elvis, you know, trying to reach all those Elvis type echoey, really well done. In well, it's my also mind. stylistic. It's a pretty delivery because it's, it's a... Uh, He's trying to create a, a scene Correct. with that that vocal too, which is really nice. Yeah, I really enjoy it. So uh, you know, those are are mine. I know people are going to say, "Well, you didn't," and nobody picked Imagine. That's interesting. That I was just about to say that. It's funny that no one did pick Imagine. Not that it's not a beautiful. It's not like we sat down and said, "Don't pick right. Imagine." No, no, right. no. But and, and in a way, though, it, it is a gorgeous vocal. But it is. But it's very. Plain. straightforward it's, it's plain. plain and again the idea of is the sign of a, of a phenomenal vocal that it works with the song then yeah and also it, he it sang it on all the outtakes it basically sings the, it the, the same. same way but, except on the acoustic yeah. version at the apollo but yes. you're right tony. that was a little different yeah but tony you're right it, it, you know maybe we're not giving him enough credit maybe the beauty of the song imagine is yeah. the, delivery the delivery of the vocal it's very um it's every man. It's a very every man delivery of a vocal. There's no histrionics. You know, the ah. Yeah, that's. It's very. Um, well, it's, it's within the song. It's not. It's, but it's very understated. Yeah, he could have screamed it. Yeah, and it's to try very, to get his point across. Like. It's, it's almost as if he's back. laying down on a, on a hill, looking up at the clouds, singing, you know, Imagine yes. There's No Heaven. He's just singing. He's not in a booth. Right. So he is, right. maybe you're right. Maybe we are. We're missing it in a way because it's, because it is so. In, in a way, but it, I, I like the term you use, every man. You know, I think, yeah. I think that fits because he knew it was special when he first wrote it too. He, I don't think he had to add anything vocally to it. Right. I think yeah. that was part of it also. Right. Uh, where it, if maybe he started to sing it louder. In sections like you know the end of Instant Karma or Give yeah. Peace a Chance, maybe it would have been too preachy. Yeah, and I think he knew that. Well, hey, imagine! No, we we got it. We're yeah. imagining. We're yeah. we're with you on that hill. Yeah, you know, we're imagining it. We're every person just like you, just like you said. Every man, that's really good. And then that's it. We're okay. We don't need you to preach to us yeah. by screaming right. it. You right. did the right thing by keeping it at that at that tone. Yeah, you know, because you're also talking about imagine all the world living in peace. You know, and all that, and you really—if you're screaming it, then you know, then you're not living in peace. And and you know, the truth is too—that's a song that a lot of people may say. Well, the melody 
line leaves itself only conducive to doing it the way it's performed. But the truth is, we've all probably heard a cover or two of Imagine that was done way too histrionically. Yes, yes. And with just way too way. much and yeah. enough. Like, you don't need to embellish But so you know, much. it was done after the fact. Absolutely. So you yeah. can, those people who did the covers, choose to sing it differently because if you did it just like John, then it's a ripoff. Right. But, you know, who did a, a version of Mother, shockingly, yeah, I know. was Barbara Streisand. And yeah, she well, does a very... She does a very, very fine version you know, of Mother, she, actually. It, you know, because you think of her as one way, and then this is the only one of the few times she ever did a song like that. Yeah. And she covered Love, yeah. too, on that same album. So it's... That's it's right. Kind of, I mean, w interesting choices for Barbara Streisand. And the end, she goes note to note with John. It's yeah. not soft. That is a pretty... Rockin' version what, of that Stony song. Stony End, the album? Stony End. Stony End, yeah. yeah. Very different album for her in general. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, Stony End, the single was just, a, I mean, when, yeah. not, not to get into Barbara Streisand here, free for all, <laughs> but you're right. I mean, she chose some, I think she tried to be hip. But she she, she succeeded. succeeded. Yeah, she, yeah. So she did. Which is cool, you know. So uh, that's our picks for best and worst, not worst, best and least liked vocals uh and there are other John. ones we could have chosen too. absolutely yeah, no, but you know what i'm sure you people are going to give us your lists we want to so. know what you think we'd love to hear your favorite and least favorite john lennon solo vocals so please write us you know where to do that at our facebook page individually group you know you get a lot of mail from us sorry but you know we're trying to update you on everything and uh, if you don't want to read it, well, then you can always just delete it. We just send it because we like you. Yeah, we no, do. they should open everything. Well, they should, but, uh, you know, there are people who uh, have emailed saying, stop sending me stuff. <laughs> so I've deleted them from the group um, because I'm sorry, I can't stop sending you stuff. If we want to update you on our latest whatever, that's why you're part of the group and we appreciate it. We do. So write to us. So I have been uh, today's moderator, Mitch Axelrod, and joining me has been Rob Leonard and Tony Chicorno. And we really hope to hear from you and see you next time. Take care. Fab Four Free For All was edited and produced by Tony Chicorno at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate, available on its debut album, Digital Retro, and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free For All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free For All. All right, we got to do the show. Let's do the show. You're going to do the moderation? I'll you, do it. Yeah. Are you going to do the moderation? Yeah, just shut up and do the damn welcome to Fab Four. Anyway. Welcome to Robert Leonard. Turn our attention. Which one are you made. going first? Because I'm going to take a break after you do one of yours. So are we doing Why the best or worst? Let's do a break first. I don't want to do a break. It's not time. Let's do a break. We'll say we'll come back. We'll do Rob. I'm not doing Rob. Well, we'll Even do Rob's list. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. See, now Rob thinks there's actually going to be a commercial break here so he can think about his stuff, but he forgets. <laughs> we just go back in and go, okay, and we're back. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I is ready. Take like four, you did four minutes. So here's our noobs. Uh, Clorox. You know, Clorox. Beetle bleach. bleach. <laughs> Clorox beetle bleach. Right. Son of a beetle bleach. Yes. Whoa, whoa. And it wipes out all of the bad memories of yeah, the Beatles. Very and nice. you love everything. <laughs> and just one moment, you become not The thing. official name of Free to People is what? Bring on the Bring Lucy. Bring on the Lucy. Thank you, thank you. And Fred. <laughs> <laughs> what okay. the f***?
does that mean? Bring on the Lucy. What the f*** no, is he talking about? I, 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 hallucinogenics. Oh. He doesn't mention the song. What? Mm, maybe. Okay, come uh, yeah. on. Anyway. You ready? <laughs> you ready? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> 